outside today. COVID-19 got the game fucked up. Happy Thursday, y'all. I hope y'all are thriving and surviving during these quarantine chronicles. It is April 16th, and we are here for one more month, allegedly. They extended the order in, in LA till May 15th, so that's like two months of being indoors. I can't. I can't. Like, I understand the world is changing in a big way, but there has to be some sort of middle ground with adjusting to this new normal instead of just throwing regulations at motherfuckers. Because dummies is dummies. Like, they are only rebelling because they can't do what they want to do. And I just find it funny how the government is just throwing money out of their ass Everybody done applied for unemployment. Everybody done applied. Everyone who ain't got no damn job or got a job done tried, done got the stimulus check. And I'm just like, y'all could have been ended homelessness. Y'all could have been fixed the poverty crisis. But they want to wait till now. Ah! The nerve. The motherfucking nerve. And then, and then Gavin Newsom was talking about rewarding snitches for those violate, like basically rewarding the people who snitch on the motherfuckers who ate to follow in the safer at home orders, right? Right. So I, the thing is, I've been hearing niggas. I've been hearing motherfuckers in the hood, right? And I'm just like, they are just. Do you know how many years of unlearning that is? I was raised that snitch that snitches get stitches, right? But, out shit, that's just capitalism at its finest. I'll check the check, okay? Just make sure it's nice and fat, okay? <laughs> but, I like how during these quarantine chronicles, like, everyone's being so self-sufficient. You know, I've seen everybody learn how to do their own hair, um, styling their own wigs, motherfuckers out here building uh, tree houses and shit, you know, shout out, shout out to the queens who know how to do their own acrylics and know how to lay their own wigs down and the niggas who know how to cut their own hair. Because, honey, the same motherfuckers who I know who Uber eats everything are out here cooking three square meals a day from scratch. No cookbook necessary. Huh? And I'm sitting here, I'm like, me personally, I just been in the, the studio a little bit more with my hair, and I practiced my pardon last week, and I just want to say, magnifique, magnifique. You know, here in Los Angeles, the traffic is clear, the 405 is, is literally empty, the skies are actually blue. Listen, if I would have known this, I would have pushed the coronavirus button a long time ago. Like... And in, in these quarantine chronicles, social media is booming. Like, it just started. Like, it feel like it's 2009 again. Like, I love how everyone has just adopted to making things virtual. Okay? You have interviews. I've seen virtual birthday parties, happy hours, talent shows, open mics. I've seen uh, virtual workshops. And, you know, my personal favorite, honey, I haven't seen a virtual strip club if you don't know about Club Rona, Club Rona go crazy. That's all that. C niggas have been creative like a motherfucker. I mean, but I've been creative in other ways, just on my mind and just, you know, art projects and shit. But, you know, for the rest of this quarantine, I'll just be au natural. Because at first, my ass, because the thing, I was 
missing dressing up every day. So, you know, my ass would be putting on a whole ass cute little suit to go to the grocery store and, you know, pick up a little zoom zooms and wham whams, right? But, you know, I can't. I can't do that no more, right? I don't do my makeup. I walk around all day with a big old t-shirt and I don't feel like putting on my bra to do a TikTok with my friends. Like, where I'm only going to be seeing this TikTok for 20 seconds. In the first 10 seconds, I'm going to be bummy. I'm, I'm really, I've gotten that lazy, y'all. This is why I like podcasting, because, you know, y'all can't see me. Unless I do this live. I am thinking about doing some live podcasts soon, so bear with me. But I could be doing anything behind this microphone. You wouldn't even know, unless I tell you. But I'm literally just sitting here in my room, minding my damn business, as Brandy would say. Yeah, <clears throat> but another personal update. I mean, I've lost all the weight, just in general, like... When I left college, I was a size 20 in jeans, and now I'm at a size 12, so it's a big jump. So for me personally, I ain't been going outside that much because I ain't got shit to wear. Like, I need a whole new arsenal of whole clothes, professional clothes, but but at this rate with the coronavirus, I'm just like, where, where am I wearing this shit? Because not in my house. These are my outside clothes. I did not... Buy all this fancy ass clothes to be sitting in the house. No, no. I, I'm gonna do a whole a whole episode about my weight loss journey and all that shit. But give me time because you know I can't go to the gym. So this is gonna be real personal. It's gonna be all based off this summer. It's gonna be based off my personality, and y'all just gonna have to deal with it. But last week I was talking about me quitting my job at the start at the nonprofit. You know, it's a very funny ass story. Um, but through that whole fiasco, I was advocating for myself. And I mean, that's kind of how the postgrad journey starts off. You're all by yourself. And I mean, you just get thrown into the real world at the end of the day. But you know, there's the career center, your mentors, and you know, the other folks that get you where you need to be. But at the end of the day, you have your own individual journey and you kind of choose who gets to ease down the yellow brick road with you because, you know, Dorothy was it with her with her mama. Dorothy was with Toto and she just grabbed the scarecrow, the tin man, the lion and said, come on, niggas, we got to go. In a previous episode, I don't know, like long ago, long ago, I've this is like episode 11, 12, one of those, so... Congratulations, y'all. I've been that consistent, so that means let's shoot for 20. Shit, let's shoot for 100. I don't even know. But I talked about how after college, I've been having like more time to dream, more time to reflect. Um, and I'm speaking mostly to just people who, you know, y'all ain't been on a campus or y'all ain't been at work in God knows how long because of this shit. And you just sitting in your parents' house or you just sitting in your apartment just struggling to either work from home or do your classes. I want to highlight that during this, this hard time, use self-reflection as a distraction. And self-reflection does not have to be you like Mulan singing, when will my reflection show who I will, who I am inside? No, I'm talking about you just go to your happy place, you know, tap into your inner child. You know, my ass literally has been, I found my DS and I found all my old Pokemon games. I really used to be a really big Pokemon nerd, but 
Uh, I didn't fucking know. It's eight hundred. I was trying. I said I'm gonna catch them all. I said I was gonna catch them all. You know, it's a whole month. I can do that. Bitch, I didn't know it's eight hundred motherfuckers. I finished the game. I'm only at one ninety nine. I, yeah, I. That was difficult. But now I now I'm just like shit. If I'm gonna be here if, even longer, let me find my Wii. Let me find like all my because I really don't play games no more. Like. <laughs> it's really crazy but it's kind of like find the like a middle ground to like your little escape to harsh realities because with this drama going on shit i don't even want to look at my fucking computer i don't even want to look at my phone i want to look at something else tv no i'm good love but um basically the main thing i'm going to talk about is finding your passion like I don't know, cause that's. I feel like this is kind. Of, I'm kind of on the track of one of my few passions. I'm really passionate about a lot of things, but um, that's what I'm going to talk about today. Is kind of how I got my passion, how you kind of do passion planning and figuring out that shit. Because to be honest, I didn't use no damn passion planner. You know, I tried to get one, but I don't write every day. I try, but. It's like, I, I mostly just talk it out. I mostly just like talking, which hence why I have a podcast. Duh. But, <laughs> but your passion is not going to come in a dream. Like, to be honest, the first six months of college, I was basing my career, I was basing my career off of what I got my degree in. Because um, that's the easiest place to start, you know. Hire me. I went to school for this shit. But then... That's how every motherfucker is really applying for jobs. Hire me. I got to school for this. And then they start talking about how specific the program is. And it's like, hold up, bitch. I didn't ask for that. They didn't ask for that. Now they gonna ask me shit. Damn it. <laughs> but it's like, of course you went to... It's like, but what did you really do? And the thing is, like, I'll, I'll be blunt. I've applied to, like, 500 jobs. Shit. It's repetitive. And you know rejection hurts like a bitch, but it'll have it'll you know it'll have you feeling like the last puppy at the box, and like you're like somebody please give me somebody please assist I need an adult help help help, but you know I've had a lot of no's I've had a lot of like ghosts on me, and you know I always say like a no is just a redirection to a yes, and I did get some yeses don't get me wrong don't get me wrong like. But at the end of the day, if they're not working with you, it's a no. And I fe- it kind of felt good for me to tell somebody no when I got told no all that times. I don't know. It was like my, my broke ass was like, bitch, you know, you need to take these jobs. So I did. You know, I had to just work for the money a little bit. But at the end of the day, it feels good when you have control over a situation. Like... You make the money. Don't let the money make you. Because you'll be walking around like big worm. Because playing with your money is like playing with your emotions. And I mean, that's just everybody in general. But we're we trying to fix that. We're trying to fix that narrative because we're not trying to let capitalism get us. Okay? Because no. Because that would be generational trauma. And we don't need that now. <laughs> but... The reasons why I would say no to most of these positions would be, it's really, it's what, the job process is not based on just your qualifications. It's based on the fucking fit. 
yeah, you can do all your research about the company. You'd be like, oh my God, I love to work here, girl. I'm like, sign me up. I'll be the best damn thing to walk up in here. I'll be the best employee ever. Employee of the month. Hire me. Yes. I would be like that. Walk up in there. Happy go lucky. Yeah. Ready. Boom. And then <laughs> it's like, I'll be blunt. I'm qualified for a bunch of places I don't fit in. Like, this is the thing. I'll be happy, ready like a motherfucker. And I'll be the black person in the waiting room, the whole building, white as snow. And I just, I'm just like, you know what? I can make it work, you know? Because I'm, I'm just that motherfucker. You know, I can blend in in every situation. Or just like, it'll just be a whole different, different like I Like, I've had situations where it'll be like a whole ass sea of white people. I've had situations where it'll be completely diverse. And it'll be like very welcoming. I've had them all. But at the end of the day, when you start talking to these motherfuckers and you not clicking and you not clicking or my favorite, I gave one cut co- this one um one company a question about diversity and inclusion and them bitches gave me crickets. No words. Had to think about that shit for five minutes. Looked at each other. Oh I was like, Oh, y'all can't answer this motherfucker. Okay. I was like Simon Cow. I said, thank you for your time. Y'all ain't got to call me. I won't even answer. I already know what's up. <laughs> but back to my original point. When I left college, I, I tried to let my degree do all the talking for me. Because I was just dreaming. It was like, I was like, I was mostly just letting my dreams dream. And, you know, just focus. The tangible things were just like, okay, you got to use this damn degree, bitch. Use it to something, right? And, you know, I was also just waiting for my mind to just come up with a logical way for me to figure out the rest of my 20s. And, you know, it stresses you out, y'all. It does. It stresses you out when you're trying to find the answer to how you're going to live the rest, like, you know, the rest of the next eight years of your life. Ain't nobody know the answers, you know? And it was like, I also remembered how I got into my 20s, how my 20s started. I was in school and I was stressed as hell every day like literally since the day i turned 20 i had meant i was taking summer classes what was i doing and like i said it's very difficult trying to figure out what i'm gonna do outside of college when i'm still trying to figure out if i'm going to graduate college on time or if i'm going to take a break and the thing is that like the main things that happen like when well for me personally is like you don't know what you're doing when you got other obstacles to finish. Like, yeah, I was applying for jobs, but let me graduate first. I was also influenced. You're also influenced by your surroundings. And once you leave, hit, shit hits different, you know? Like, I was also, I don't know. Like, I was considering, like, staying, moving. I don't know. Considering moving different places. And then... When I got home, I got comfortable, and I realized I can also expand my horizons elsewhere. My favorite is a lot of my distractions got minimalized. They did. They did. The motherfuckers who don't, who wasn't supporting me, who was just in my face, bothering me. (laughs) And it's like I began to make time for things that I wanted my life, whether it was the hobbies, you know, new friends, uh, old, you know, connecting with family, a work life, etc., social life, all that jazz. But 
you know, through all this shit, all that shit was going on, it's like, I didn't notice, like, it was, all these things were happening organically. Like, and I'm using organic in the sense of effortless. It comes natural, you know, you go with the flow, you know, you're trusting your gut, you know, you try, you try not to get yourself into situations where you don't have to force a fake self. That's it. Don't get into don't try to force a fake self because this is the thing. When you try to create that when that when you start creating that fake self and getting that fucking story, you start believing it cuz you got to make you got you got to fake it. You got to fake the face so shit. Make it look believable. But one thing I love about us is that we love our generation. We we when things correlate, we root for them to happen. You know, like when you're going, like a person going to New York to get connected in the fashion industry or staying at a certain company because you want to be a high exec in this in a position at this place or going to a specific med school to be a doctor or starting a blog to get an industry, into the industry. And, you know, you break down the steps you have to take and you kind of start learning what it takes to get into that industry of your choice. Right, right. But this is the thing. This is the thing where it kind of just gets a little awkward. We try to plan everything, every single thing out without anticipating traffic at all. Like, we'll just keep going. Like, we'll we'll have all these steps. We'll have all these steps of just, like, how to get to the next step. What's the next step? But we don't anticipate, we, we don't anticipate the failures. And this is a heads up now to anticipate failures, y'all. Shit's gonna happen. And the thing is that when we get redirected, it's kind of we're, it's it's we're, it's scary. It's almost like, um, I was supposed to be somewhere else. Like it's like when you fall asleep on a bus and you're like, oh, bitch, I'm not near home. <laughs> Yes, that has happened to me. It's so funny. I yeah, childhood, so funny. Public bus systems, we love them. Always say hi to the bus driver. The bus driver is nice as hell. They save the world. Yes, but anyway, that's another antidote for another day. But the thing is, is that when we get redirected, it's like, oh shit, did I fuck up? And it's almost like we when we feel those need those this. We feel like we fucking up. It's like, oh fuck, I gotta get, I gotta get, I gotta get myself together. So then you start, your mind, you start putting pressure on yourself to get back on track. Because in our heads, you're like, I know this is gonna make me happy. I know that if I do this, then I will be happy. But what did I fucking say? We don't force happiness. We're not gonna force happiness. Don't you don't try to force. We're not we're not forcing happiness because. But at the same time, it's a catch twenty two because happiness is connected to agency. You know when you're able to advocate for yourself, be independent, have a sense of control in the environment. So it's like you want to get out of the environments you're redirected in because you felt uncomfortable. Yeah, but um, see what happens is is that you grow the most when you're uncomfortable, okay? Because this is what happens when you're uncomfortable. You have to get you gotta get com- you gotta make yourself comfortable. You're like, okay, I'm about to fix this shit. I don't know how long I'm gonna be here, but 
all this get adjusted. So you start going with the flow of things. You start getting comfortable. You start getting adjusted. And eventually one day you start having control. You start getting comfortable to the point. You start getting to the point, comfortable to the point where it's like, oh, they give you agency. Where it's like, hey, since you already here, do what you want to do. Go wild. Go free. Now, I, that's in the hypothetical situation. But, I mean, it's just, it's, it, it's, y'all know what I mean. Shit. Y'all, they don't just let you run free. But it's like, you, you know, you begin to speak up for yourself. You've been, you're able to ask questions and be like, well, now that I know about this, can I ask, can I kind of get interested in this format or that exactly exactly and the thing is i have been that stubborn person to you know get redirected and then i'm like oh fuck i fucked up so then i want to hop back i actually hop back on that track that i was originally on right but guess what i got a dead end a dead end and i mean that all translates out to passions you know when in lieu of one passion, you might get opened up to some other shit. You get opened up to other shit. And, I mean, it just, it works great. And it's like, me personally, every, like, the way I had to figure this out was I was SOL. I was shit out of luck. And the thing is, I tried to just work through the pain. I tried to work through the shit because... I was like, okay, if you're a fight, if you're a fighter, I'm a trooper. I can just go through anything. I'm, I'm unstoppable. You know, that's how it was in college. Like, in college, you have, you have this, uh, you have, in, in just school in general, you have this bigger energy. It's because of, I want to say also, it's because of unity. You work better in numbers. You know, when shit was going through in college, I would just round up all the team and be like, hey we got to do something, right? So it was like I had more strength. It was strength in numbers. But a lot of times when you're advocating for yourself, you have to start realizing, like, how do you value yourself as an individual? What do you bring to the table? What are your values? What are your what are your goals in life? What are your dreams? You know, you start thinking about all those things. And it's it's one of the most beautiful things about adulting. It's one of the most beautiful things about really grown shit. It's like you, you know, you, your group, your friends, when you're in rock, when you're at rock bottom, you're not at rock bottom by yourself. And, you know, being at rock bottom gives you lessons that being at the mountaintop could not. So I say all that, like literally, like I say all that in conclusion that in this adulting process, I've taken so many L's, so many L's, child. So many fucking L's. But two L's make a W. So, you know, that kind of adds to a lot of wins. A lot of wins. Um, in conclusion, to explore every fucking thing you're interested in. Do what... If, literally, I you have a lot of dreams. You have a lot of dreams. Everyone does. Don't feel disobligated that you need to follow what you're career passions were because you talked to the career center and they said you need to do this no 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 i listened to them i was like okay fuck it i'll do it i did it i didn't like it so now i switched to something else that i like it's a different path and i'm gonna just go with the flow because you know life is deep you just gotta go with the shit and you know like i said 
Everyone has multiple multiple passions. We just have to tap in with them. You just have to let them actually awaken. Let them actually breathe. You know, because it's like when we're focused on one, we kind of forget about all the other ones we have. Like, I have other shit I'm also interested in, but I also know it's like, let, let's just go with where we're at right now. The universe is going to take us, it's going to take me where I need to go, you know? And when that being said, you got to expect the unexpected. Shit happens. It's really gross shit. Shit happens. And like I said, when you handle the obstacles that come your way, it makes you stronger. Like, my thing is this. No one's weak in my eyes. Like, I never say, like, whenever you're like, oh, I'm trying to go to an obstacle or like I'm trying to get stronger. No, you're just gaining muscle. You're really just gaining muscle. You've always been strong. You're just like, I just want to bulk up. I just want to tone. That's it. And with strength or knowledge in a situation, you got all the control you need. Making you the happiest individual, yeah, it took you some time. But eventually, you got through it and your eyes are open to something bigger and better. Now, I'm not a teacher and I'm definitely not a preacher. But I want to challenge y'all to write a list of things you're going to do when the quarantine is lifted. Because something's going to work. Something's going to work. And whatever works, you're going to be in for a fun-ass ride. And I'm going to leave y'all on that. I want to say enjoy the rest of your Thursday. And yeah, I need to figure out some type of sign-off so... Yeah, we're going to figure this out later, but toodaloo. Yeah, that's it.